Welcome to Girlfriends Pray Podcast. We are a prayer ministry for women, and our mission is to draw women closer to God through prayer. To learn more about Girlfriends Pray, go to our website, www.girlfriendspray.org. Follow us on social media at Girlfriends Pray and join us for prayer every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Our call-in number is 712-775-7031, access code 943334-POUND. We invite you to connect, support, or become a partner of Girlfriends Pray. Remember, 1 Thessalonians 5.17 says to pray without ceasing. God bless you. Hello, uh, I am uh, Pastor Sean Moore from Faith Christian Center in Phoenix, Arizona, and uh, I will be leading today's prayer call. just want to say how grateful, how honored, how appreciative I am for the opportunity uh, just to be a part of the call. Uh, I want to uh, start today in Genesis chapter 2, verse 18, uh, in the New King James Version. Again, that's Genesis chapter 2, verse 18, in the New King James Version. Uh, It says, And the Lord God said, It is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper comparable to him. Uh, Genesis chapter 2, verse 18 is not just a word for married women, Uh, but I believe that it is a word for single women as well. I believe that this verse uh, of Scripture gives men as well tremendous insight into the role uh, that women play uh, in the earth. Uh, See, God in this moment moment knew uh, not only what was missing, but also who was missing from his creation before he could say that it was very good. Uh, Genesis is not just a marriage story. It is the creation story. And that's important because that tells us that you won't just discover marriage tips in Genesis. You'll also find revelation about how God made men and women. And when God said it is not good for man to be alone, he wasn't just talking about men who desire to be married. He was speaking to mankind. See, the name Adam or Adam in the Hebrew means mankind. So God was saying it's not good for humanity for there to just be men. The earth needs men too. In Genesis chapter 1, verses 26 through 28 from the New King James Version, um, again, that's Genesis chapter 1, verses 26 through 28 through the New King James Version. It says, Then God said, Let us make man in our image according to our likeness, And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them, and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. So when God says uh, it's not good for man to be alone, or we could say it this way, for God to be all one, God took one rib out of Adam and built uh, what I believe is the greatest part of his creation, and that is woe man. 
So he said it's not good for there to just be one species of man in the earth, for there to just be one side of God's representation in the earth. So when God created men, he made us cultivators, hence the term husband or husband men. Men can never live up to their full potential as just sowers. Men can only reach their full potential when we decide to not just be sowers but to become cultivators. See, it's not coincidence that out of all places God could have placed Adam, mankind, in the beginning, he placed him in a garden. And the reason why God placed men there or man there was for the purpose of cultivation. Now, when God made woman, uh, he made woman much like the soil in the garden. Women are the nurturers of the seed. The very first thing that she nurtured were the words that were spoken over her, bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman, for she was taken out of man. Words are what activated her. Words are what connected her relationally with Adam. God could have spoken those words over her himself, but instead he had Adam to do it. And the reason why God had Adam to speak those words uh, over Eve was because God already knew woman's worth. What he wanted man to see was woman's value. He wanted man to see woman's worth, the uniqueness of her assignment in the earth and her connection to him. And so Woman was not to be treated just like one of the other. She is of you. She is from you. She is equal to you, although she is different than you. And today, as, as I lead us in prayer, I want to uh, pray uh, just the incorruptible seed today uh, over men, over, over women today. And, um, and so let's, let's get ready to go in to the presence of God. Uh, in the name of Jesus. Father, in Jesus' name, we just thank you so much for the honor and privilege of being able to come boldly to your throne that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. And God, as we come today, we come in faith. We come trusting and believing that both your grace and your mercy has been made available for us. Uh, Father, we thank you uh, for what you said in Isaiah chapter 43, uh, verse 26. You said, uh, to put me in remembrance, let us plead together Declare thou that thou mayest be justified. So, Father, as we come before you today, we come before you to put you in remembrance of your word, to put you in remembrance of the things that you have spoken uh, in Scripture concerning us. We thank you, Lord, that the promises of God in you are yes and amen unto the glory of we God. We bless God for and your presence and invite everything that is going on and that is happening in our world today. Father, we just declare in the name of Jesus that we are standing on and building our lives on promises that you have left for us in the scripture, promises that you have spoken to us prophetically. And God, I pray today that people are encouraged as they go to war, God, with a sure word of prophecy that's been written in your word and also the prophetic words that you have released and given to people. Lord, long before there was a pandemic, Pandemic. Long before all of the racial tension broke out in our world today, God, you spoke words. You gave us promises that we can stand on, that we can build our lives upon. And I pray that people do not lose sight, that they do not lose sight of these words, do not lose sight of the things that you have released in the scriptures concerning us. You have prepared us, God, for this time, for this day, for this age in which we live. You have given us, God, prophetic instruction, prophetic direction, so that we can know how to prepare ourselves 
ourselves for the day and the age in which we live. God, I declare and I pray that people will uh, uh, live and end up on the right side of the prophecy and not on the wrong side of the prophecy, that people are putting themselves in remembrance of the scriptures, reminding themselves about the things that you have said so that they are not taken unawares. So, Father, I pray uh, today in the name of Jesus over over men and, and, and women everywhere. I pay, pray, God, the Pauline prayers. I cease not to give thanks for them making mention of you in my prayers, that you, Father, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may grant unto them a spirit of wisdom and revelation, of insight into mysteries and secrets and the deep and intimate knowledge of you by having the eyes of their hearts flooded with light so that they can know and understand what is the hope of their calling and what the riches of the glory of your inheritance is in the saints and what is the exceeding greatness of your power towards them who believe according to the working of your mighty power, which you demonstrated in Christ when you raised him from the dead and seated him in the heavenly places, far above all rule and authority, power, might, and dominion, above every name that is named, above every title that can be conferred, not only in this age and in this world, but also in the age and the world which are to come. And God, you have put all things under Christ's feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. For in that body God lives the full measure of him who makes everything complete and fills everything everywhere with himself. God, I also pray today, uh, Ephesians chapter 3, verses 16 through 21, that God, you would grant people according to the riches of your glory to be strengthened and reinforced with your power in their inner man, that Christ may dwell in their heart by faith, that being rooted and grounded in love, they may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and the length and the depth and the height, that they may really come to know practically through experience for themselves the love of Christ, which far surpasses mere knowledge without experience, that they might be filled throughout all of their being unto the fullness of you, that they might have the richest measure of your divine presence and become a body that is wholly filled and flowing with you yourself. Now to you, God, who by in consequence of the action of your power that is at work within them is able to comprehend with all the saints, God, all that you are doing, all that you are manifesting in your body. God, I also pray today for men of God, for women of God, God, according to Colossians chapter 1, for this cause I also, from the day I heard it, do not cease to pray for them and to desire that they would be filled with the full, the deep, and the clear knowledge of your will and all comprehensive insight into your ways and purposes and an understanding and discernment of spiritual things. God, I pray that they would walk, that they would live, that they would conduct themselves in a manner that is worthy of you, one that is fully pleasing to you, and the desire that burns on the inside of each of them is to please you in all things, to bear fruit in every good work, and to steadily grow and increase in and by the knowledge of you with fuller and deeper and clearer insight, acquaintance, and recognition. Father, I pray that people are strengthened and invigorated with all power according to the might of your glory that they might exercise every kind of endurance, patience, perseverance, and forbearance with joy, giving thanks unto you because you have qualified them and made them fit to share the portion which is the inheritance of the saints, your holy people in the light. God, I thank you that you have delivered them from the power of darkness. You have translated them into the kingdom of your dear son in whom they have redemption through your blood, which is the forgiveness of sins. And God, this is what I pray. I pray that their love may abound yet more and more in knowledge and in all judgment, that they may approve those things that are excellent, that they may be sincere and without offense until the day of Jesus Christ, 
being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Jesus Christ unto the glory and the praise of God. And, God, this is what I wish above all things, is that they would prosper, is that they would succeed in reaching, that they would succeed in business affairs, and that they would have a prosperous journey and be in health even as their mind, their will, and their emotions prosper. God, I pray that men everywhere, women everywhere, God, are finding their identity in Christ. That even as Paul said, I am what I am by the grace of God, and it is not I that labors, but the grace of God that labors through us. And, God, I pray that we are not just identifying ourselves according to our physicality, according to our masculinity or our femininity, but, God, I pray that people are identifying themselves by the grace of God, even as Paul prayed, Father, that it is not I that lives, Hallelujah, but it is, it is Christ that lives within me, and that, God, he was abounding and multiplying in the grace that was upon him. We live not by what we do deserve, but we live according to what we don't deserve. And we thank you, Father, that we don't deserve salvation. We don't deserve righteousness. We don't deserve to be blessed. We don't deserve to be filled with your spirit. We don't deserve to have promises given unto us. We don't deserve to have our names written in the Lamb's book of life. We don't deserve to hear your voice. We don't deserve uh, to uh, we don't deserve to be able to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. But yet, Lord, you have provided all of these things for us. So, Lord, I pray that people, Lord, are not uh, bound by guilt, not bound by shame, not bound by condemnation, but that they receive gracefully your identity. They receive gracefully, God, their position in Christ, their assignment in Christ, and they begin to walk those things out in the earth. I pray that men, God, everywhere are moving into the position that you have placed them in here in the earth, giving honor, God, on to women here in the earth while also fulfilling their divine purpose and their divine reason for being here. We thank you so much, Father, uh, that I believe that there are men that have not bowed their knee to the things that are going on in this world, who do not love this world, nor the things that are in this world, but that the love of God abow about bounds on the inside of them. The love of God constrains them that, Lord, they love you and they love your kingdom and they love what you are about and they love what you bleed for. And that love that they have for you is spreading across all of the earth as they love their neighbors like they love themselves. God, I pray that men uh, are a voice in this world today, that the same way that men spoke, a man spoke in the beginning, God, and named the animals supernaturally by revelation of the Holy Spirit and even called woman, woman. God, I pray that men are not silent at times when their voice needs to be heard. God, I pray that they are lifting up their voice and out of their belly is flowing a river of living water. Out of their mouths are not coming death but life, that they are speaking life over their marriages, over their children over their their workplaces, God, over their relationships, God, and over their responsibilities, that men are not just sowers but cultivators, that we are not leaving our fields uncultivated, but we are making the commitments that need to be made, God, so that the people around us and the responsibilities that we have been given can mature and produce fruit at the level in which you desire. Father, I just declare today that it is not too late for men or for women to fulfill their divine God-given purpose, and I pray that we will recognize not only our 
our identity and our value, but also that we have been placed here for a reason and for a purpose. God, we are your workmanship. We have been recreated in Christ Jesus, and we just believe that you have given uh, men and women a purpose in the earth, and we pray that they walk it out to its fulfillment. God, there is not a time more than ever in which we are needed to be sought and to be light in this earth than right now. And I pray in the name of Jesus that people will not lose sight of the purpose for the church, the purpose of our first calling to be with you in prayer so that we can hear your voice in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. God bless you today.